I can't believe so many of you have voted to get us as the best podcast in the world at the Heavy Music Awards. In the world as well. In the whole, the whole world. Globe. We need we need more votes though. More votes. So please head over to their website, vote for us because we could win an award and get like recognized. And we like shiny things. So please what will we vote do for if us? we win? I'll get a tattoo. Um, I'm not even oh, kidding. I will get a tattoo if Tramp you win. stamp. Tramp stamp. We wear no, black tramp No, not a tramp stamp. I'm saving a tramp stamp for all the tramp stamp ideas I've got. But I will get a tattoo if we win of whatever people want. You can we vote. wear black on your face. No! My name across your back in like century font. That'd be good. Just no, like I'm going to create a... If we win, I'll give a poll on Instagram and I, people can decide what I should get. Oh. Can oh, so it's just a tattoo a that you're going to get anyway. <laughs> no, it's uh, not. Gonna get people- you That's can so pick boring. the poll boring. Choices, bitch. So it's if my face, win- Sophie's face, or Wilson's face. Exactly. Go. Yes. Mm-hmm. Get voting for the Heavy Music Awards. We want to win because let's be fair, we're always the only people with vaginas when it comes to podcasts. And so yes. the- my vagina wants an award. Yeah, we're the only people of colour who are also queer, who are also women and non-binary, who are also annoying and loud, who are also amazing at our jobs. And we so, can you then, know what? I'd we like... can then say award-winning vagina. I will be telling my boyfriend, excuse me, oh, before you go there, I have an award-winning vagina. I am an award-winning, certifiably <laughs> annoying kind of Stick it next to your wait. bed and be like, see that? Me and my vagina, award-winning. Wait, if I, I mean, three of us you already have who that. gets the award? How do we, do we split it in threes? Do we split I the award in no, three? No, I get it, because I start the podcast. Let's you go, let's go, let's go. Of course. Hello and welcome to our Wednesdays We Wear Black with me, Sophie K, Alex Hockerman, Yasmin Suman. Why did Yasmin get a better intro than me? Yasmin, it was Alex Hockerman. And Alex. And Alex is here. And Yasmin. So it's one of those weeks. It's another week of I Googled. And it's now background to you, Yasmin, as I did Slender Man last time. What have you chosen to Google today? I like how we opened really strong and positive when this is going to be such a fucking depressing episode. <laughs> so, this week on I Googled, I Googled Darby Vanity from Blood on the Dance Floor. Fucking hell. Oh, sake. oh my God. The internet's favourite person. That is, wow. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So this trigger warning, straight away. Yeah, trigger warning, rape, sexual assault, harassment, abuse, terrible music. Darby Vanity in general just needs a trigger warning because he's just a terrible human being. Is Darby... Right, I know this probably isn't the right context. Is Darby a name? Has, do we know anyone else called Wait, Darby? I if you're see, listening... See, I thought it was Davy for the longest time and then everyone's like, no, it's Darby because he's really introspective and cool. Like It's spelt Davy, right? No, it's spelt like, like Dharma, like D-A-H-V-I-E. And Dark it's like, B. is he just called Dave and he's made it more exciting? And it? People said that about me. My name's but, Alex, but it's with a Y and I didn't do it. It wasn't my fault. Maybe he just wants to be a bit extra. Are you, you ready know? for the real kicker? His real name isn't even Darby Vanity. Stop it. What, what's the real name? His real name is Jesus or Jesus David Torres. I probably butchered that. Jesus David Jesus. Torres. I'm surprised he didn't just call himself Jesus. Or so Zeus David or for Davy. Oh my God. How what? has that just clicked? His middle what? name is David. So of course he called himself Darby. Oh. oh. Yeah, he so is. Stupid. It is just Dave. 
But he's tried to make it more exciting. Darf. Sophie, you were right. <laughs> um, do you know what his uh, MySpace name was, apparently? <laughs> I think I remember. He called himself Elite Hair God. Sounds like something Yasmin would have. I know. <laughs> like a, kiss, a kiss tribute band would be called, to be honest. Anyway, for anyone who's listening who doesn't know who they are, give us the, the rundown on who Darvi Vanity is. <laughs> so... I feel like we should open this whole conversation by saying, I googled this for 10 minutes. 10 minutes of my life. Now, I know a, a lot about Darby, Davy, whatever the fuck his name is, Vanity, Mr. Cunt of the Year Award, many years running. I know about him, but I googled him for 10 minutes. So if anything's wrong, if, I'm in, if I've missed something out, please don't send me hate mail. Please don't come to my house and be like, you are a terrible journalist, because I didn't make any effort, okay? So don't <laughs> yell at me. I'm nervous. Wow. But wow, okay. Darvi Vanity is from the band Blood on the Dance Floor, an American electronic music group from Orlando, Florida. I'm so sorry. Do you of remember them? From fucking Florida. Do you I've do you guys remember them? I do because they did that song Bewitched. <laughs> I remember them being bewitched. on the TV all the time and there was this video where he writhes around on like a faux fur rug on the floor and I just remember that for some reason and really despising it like a grim Aladdin that's just so (laughs) (laughs) emo Aladdin emo Aladdin but they were huge they were absolutely huge in the emo world because they had that aesthetic down to a T yeah, so they've been yeah. going since 2006. So they did get ahead of the crabcore electronic metalcore movement that happened around the late 2000s, 2010s. Same with like Attack Attack and Ask Alexandria. But they did it terribly. They did it terribly. But they were they were beloved by seeing kids around the world because they had colourful but also really emo aesthetics and really quirky songs about having sex. Whoa, so quirky. Which back in so 2010, it was yeah. so quirky to talk about sex. Now it's just a bit embarrassing. But yeah. Um, I mean, we've got whole podcast about it Yasmin so I wouldn't call it embarrassing yeah I I am embarrassed of this podcast I thought that was (laughs) wow (laughs) don't give me the evils um the most notable and famous or really infamous thing about Darby Vanity is he has an overwhelming amount of accusations of abuse harassment and sex with a minor rape he he has allegedly we say that for legal reasons, allegedly raped children. Um, the most famous case being Jesse Slaughter, who no longer goes by that name or that gender identity. But um, Jesse Slaughter, who was a child at the time. Weren't they like uh, 10 or 11 or something? I think so. Um, yeah. yeah. It's like actual children, not even a, like a mistake that a they child. looked an adult. Wow. Okay. A literal child. So, um, so we, we're not going to call him a paedophile. Um, and if we do call him a paedophile, we mean alleged throughout this episode because legally we're not allowed to say mm-hmm. um uh so we're actually ho- we we wear black we have opinions um but we're not going to give you them all on this episode we have just... our opinions that i feel are blatantly obvious yeah and for once yeah. in our lives we're going to keep them to ourselves because we can't wow. afford to get sued but um yes jesse slaughter now goes by damien rose Le- leonhard Damien, um, and their pronouns, I'm pretty sure they, them. So, um, Darby was a notable figure 
in the 2000 to 2010 scene with Blood on the Dance Floor. They played pretty much every festival and show, Warped Tour being a big one. Um, he went on tour with the likes of New Year's Day and so on and so forth. That was actually- Did they? Uh, that was, I can see that, yeah, yeah. Because uh, New Year's Day pulled out of that tour and said that they didn't appreciate how Darby had been treating Ashley Costello there front okay. vocalist front oh wait vocalist. so mm. they, this was when before new year's day were that big and so um darby was supporting were they who was supporting who i think it was new year's day was supporting blood on the dance floor and they they pulled out the tour so um wow loudwire have a headline new year's day shed light on darby vanity abuse allegations basically um in this interview from 2020 ash costello says uh in this interview from 2020 on Loudwire by Graham Hartman, uh, Ash Costello... Graham. Cre- yeah, Graham. Is it Graham? <laughs> Graham. Graham. Graham, please keep that in. <laughs> <Graham>. Fuck. <laughs> Make that a meme, someone. <laughs> so in this interview... Don't go to Graham's. I'm talking about rape here. <laughs> Graham. Graham. What the fucking... <laughs> Uh, okay, what are you for breakfast, Golden Graham? This, this is, this is like that that I'm TikTok where everyone's laughing and it's like, no, but it's not funny, is it? Is it? No, it's not funny, is it? <laughs> it's not funny. Okay, so um, let me got, start that again because I'm just gonna laugh a little oh. bit. So, um, okay, so I'm. Do you know what? I remember this happening. I think you've unlocked a core memory. I remember that happening and and them calling out blood on the dance floor and you yeah New Year's so, Day. What, do you remember what year that was i don't remember what year it was so long ago it was yeah. the early 2010s. all right all right it's chill like out a, right, well 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 like 2018 so bro 2010 <laughs> was so long ago um no that was ages ago that was in 2010 i remember it because i was a teenager at the time and i was on tumblr like oh my god it was all over tumblr um but in 2020 loudwire reported on ash costello Speaking to Chris Hansen, the headline says, BOTDS Darby Vanity almost choked me to death. That's what wow. Ash says to Chris Hansen. Um, interview goes on to talk about his accusations, which we'll get into in a second, but it says in the early 2010s, Blood on the Dance Floor and New Year's Day were on the same tour where Costello alleges Vanity attacked her before a Halloween show. Yes. She says, it's Halloween Whoa. night and I've already played. I think Blood on the Dance Floor is about to play. And we're playing a venue in Mil- Milwaukee? Mm-hmm. Milwaukee. Milwaukee is that how you say it yeah that one mm. and the way the backstage area works at raves is it's one of these big backstage areas that's divided by curtains so with me being the female everyone just kind of knew to give me my space or say if I'm changing don't cross paths so on and so forth so I'm rummaging through my suitcase alone it's kind of dark it's not very brightly lit and as I remember I hear a sound I stood up and I'm going through my suitcase I turn around and there's a figure standing like you know across his arms across his chest like this with a close wearing a bunny mask and they're looking at me so this goes on to detail we won't go into it's probably too graphic for us to discuss Uh, you can read this on Loudwire it was released in May 14th 2020 so that tour happened um, Ash Costello had to leave New Year's Day dipped out of that tour but it would be a few years later before people started to come forward and his career was essentially derailed. It's interesting though, because um, I know that back in those days, it wasn't, um, people just didn't take things like sexual assault or that kind of violence against women. They didn't really take it seriously. No. no. Like it was, a, it was a kind of a joke. Well, why don't you just suck my dick? Like it was that kind of, 
yeah. joke. And so I'm, mm. I'm really proud of, um, I know Ash was the singer of the band, but if she didn't have that strength behind her and the rest of the band, like they supported her and yeah. le- and, le- and they all left because it affects all their paydays if they all leave. Yeah. Because um, yeah. like, yeah. it would take a lot for me to have to like pull out of something where we're getting paid. Yeah. But I'd be like, fucking turn up. I don't need the money. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm poor. <laughs> Suck it up, buttercup. <laughs> So um, <laughs> there's a there's a few pieces, a few articles online from 2013. So I'm going to assume again, don't quote me because this is just a very random last minute Google thing that we did. That's the whole point of our Googled. Um, it was around 2013 when they dipped out of this tour, but it wouldn't be until 2016, 2017 until women started coming forward about blood and dance floor. And then wow. from really, that time, wasn't it before then? No, I'm surprised. No. Wow. I remember HuffPost, this was like, completely shook the internet um, for good reason. HuffPost put out a piece in, don't quote me, but I want to say 2017. They put out a piece on Darby Vanity and spoke to 21 women who accused him of sexual assault. And then everyone just dropped him immediately. His career career was over. No one wanted anything to do with him. But that wasn't until later on. Like, that article didn't come out until past this tour wow okay and the thing is when i was trying to find his music i don't know if you guys have tried yet and we'll probably we'll touch on this in a minute because there's just so much to get into when i tried to find his music you couldn't because he's been taken off of spotify and apple do you know how bad of a person you have to be for spotify to go you know what it's not worth the 20 pence we're going to give you in streams fuck you like that's a lot (laughs) yeah i mean wow I'm not going to say Michael Jackson. Um, is R. Kelly still on there? I, don't I think R. Kelly is. No, I think... I, think, mm, I, think I don't know. Is. I actually don't know. I know that like it took Spotify until recently because Alternative Re- Press reported in April 23rd, 2019 that they finally removed his music. So I imagine... R. Kelly's still on time. there. Is R. Kelly still... Four million nine hundred. Uh, yeah, four million six hundred and ninety one thousand. He is as well. Oh shit! Fuck. Shit. 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 Fuck. Oh, there's lots of Jeffree Star and Pierce the Veil and My Chemical Romance. That's so depressing. Don't bring MCR into this, man. Leave them out. Why are they they even in that group? It's so sad. It's like, oh, Jeffree Star. Then you've got Darby. Oh, wait. And then My Chem. Like, come on. Come on. But yeah, they're off. You're right. They're off um, Spotify. But their music was absolutely... I hated it at the time. But there there was this whole movement, I feel, that was happening with emo where they really shot themselves in the foot because the music became a real pile of trash for a while there. <laughs> like it was a proper, it was when those, the colourful emos started coming out. Oh, the, is it the scene, the scene raw 2010? You know or when like the cyber, the cyber scene. Everything was scene. colourful. Like all yeah. of a sudden it had been emos where black and they incorporate red sometimes. Mm. And like, I was kind of cool with that scene. And then there was a point at which emos went neon coloured, where I was like, I feel personally attacked because I did go through this movement. No, (laughs) I tapped out. I was like, I'm going full metal. I am going Nile, Meshuggah. I went gent. No, I, I embraced it. Knee high, cow print, different, five different neon no. colours to the thigh. I was like, what? The belts, 14. they were like, do you remember yeah, the belts? Studded, 
studded neon belt yeah Mm -mm. and they were all different colors they looked like something out of a computer game and then the music had this weird like it sounded like video games but really shit video games it was just really intense and Mm. i was just like i'm not here for that i'm here for guitars peace out don't want to hear backing tracks all day even the album names and ep names were ridiculous so one blood on the dance floor album name is called ice cream ice cream the other one is called bitchcraft bad blood all the rage epic let's start a riot it's hard to be a diamond in wait it's hard to be in a diamond in a rhinestone world hollywood death star the legend of blood on the like who this man is such a fucking narcissist jesus christ so some of the allegations that got him cancelled can you tell us a little bit about those so in 2019, HuffPost released this article. Scene singer Darby Vanity is a rapist who preys on minors, a dozen women say. Jesus David Torres, the 34-year-old frontman of Blood on the Dance Jesus. Floor, is accused of Jesus David Jesus David Torres, the 44, 34-year-old frontman of Blood on the Dance Floor, is accused of manipulating his young fans and then sexually assaulting them. So a dozen women have come forward i thought people knew this before then and i'm surprised to find out that actually but maybe it was just whisperings around and people didn't take it seriously yeah and i guess it's because like the video that happened with um in fact i won't talk about it because you're going to want to talk about it but the the jesse slaughter video right we'll get into that so of the accusations these go back all the way to 2006 so he's been doing this for two decades allegedly um, according to HuffPost. So in 2006, there is the first report in this timeline. Torres raped Priscilla Hendry, 15, in his car after she informed oh. him she couldn't pay for both of their movie tickets and he angrily drove her home. This was in 2006. Wow. Do you know what, right? In if you're thinking, 20s. what does a um, sexual predator look like? This is always the thing like with guys. They think, oh, I don't know one. The last person, I mean, he does look like a sexual predator in what on one hand, but then on the other hand, he looks so innocent because he had that kind of androgynous vibe going on. Yeah. 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 Um, and I think as well, this is something we'll get into in a minute about his appearance and how he manipulated young women through that. But um, in 2006, there's another another allegation of him assaulting someone, same in 2007. Um, he establishes the band in 2007. There's another allegation in 2008 there's there's so many like there are over a dozen people who've come forward about this man um and there's like a huge timeline if you just google blood on the dance floor darby vanity accusations timeline it comes up with sources from HuffPost, from rolling stone like it's not as if this is coming from thin air this is coming from reputable sources which is the most concerning part um in 2011 as well blood on the dance floor we'll get into this in a second there's a song called revenge porn Wow. Wow. Well, let's get get into the big one. Um, Let's get into Jesse Slaughter because that was probably one of the most well-known cases, wasn't it? Yes. One um, of. Jesse Slaughter, now going by the name Damien, uh, was 11 and became a meme on the internet when they made a video talking about Darby Vanity and Blood on the Dance Floor. Obviously, at the time, it was an 11-year-old making this video. And, you know, they were very emotional at the time because they were, they were 11. And the internet did what it did back in 2010, which was make a meme out of them instead of getting them real help. There were two videos. There was one they did by themselves, and then their father did a follow-up video kind of screaming at people, being like, leave Jesse alone, leave 
my child alone, so on and so forth. Um, oh, imagine. Let's just get into that a second, because imagine. <sighs> let me explain more about what happened there. So the this kid did a video on YouTube talking about their experience and obviously the internet the way it was people came for them but then the dad on the video was saying leave my daughter alone and try and defend her and she was having to like justify what she's like that she's not lying sorry that they're not lying um so this person's having this person was having to justify that they're not lying and their dad got infuriated imagine being a dad and you know this story apparently their mum had even spoken to Davy, and then didn't they make a like what? a joke response video where they mocked i remember yeah. something them. about this yeah yeah and yeah, the dad yeah. that is on i can't imagine this is why i don't want to be a parent this is one of the many no. reasons i do not want to no, be a parent no. like can you i'd, I'd want to i'd find that person and i think i would do something unspeakable oh yeah 100% and you've got to think as well this person was 11 when they were being 11. groomed so this That's person was being so groomed much. by Darby Vanity according to them this person allegedly according to them was being groomed by Darby Vanity from the age of 11 wow 11. and there's there's other cases out there there's cases that went to there was one that went to court wasn't there two that went to the FBI and one that went to court wow. but um originally what? the police had given him a warning as HuffPost reports um he'd been given a formal warning He'd not been reprimanded at all, and there's no clear indication whether he has served time and gone to court. It's very, um, very ambiguous. Uh, he's rebanded several times now to try in an effort to try and get away from his original image. But people, people know who he is. They know what he looks like. He's not going to escape that. Yeah. Like it was a really scary time from 2010 and before to mm. go through a sexual assault because a no it was a real shame thing that went along with mm. it and the police didn't take you seriously sometimes and so i mean they still don't but never mind uh, we won't go into that too much but um there wasn't as much support as there is now and there wasn't as much education i want to read some lyrics go Yasmin, on. because okay. Okay. one of the one of the defenses he said on on the case when they were being told that their music is for young kids he said this music is for adults um it's uh we gear our music for an older audience because people were saying it's music for kids but why but we'll get into this in a second his aesthetic was very geared towards young people and i'm gonna read some of the lyrics okay are you ready tell me if this sounds like an adult song all right this is a whole uh thing i feel sick even reading this can't stop the tickles. They call me Dr. Giggles. It's oh, oh, off the chisel for shizzle dizzle. I'm no. banging with the boto dizzle with whiffles because I dribble like I'm rubbing on nipples. Gotta get out the pickle. Make it rain with the ripples. Let my candy rum trickle get you buzzed with double triples. Getting head in rentals, avoiding the parentals. A child wrote that. There is no other explanation for those lyrics other than a child must have wrote it. Or they've what they've done is they've like put a load of words on the floor and like rolled a dice or something. Kind of like you know what, whatever words this is going to land on, mm. we're going to write it. I think a really spoiled brat. <laughs> Can, mm. You know those guys who are just so spoiled and have zero talent. Yeah, um, and women uh, who just believe in themselves. Those people who just believe in themselves. Um, but I've got another song. Do you want to hear okay. some more lyrics? Mentally, if I have no, to. Yeah, yeah, mentally, no. Physically, also, no. But we're okay. going to do it. 
We're remembering that they said they're targeted for adults. Okay. Um, and this song is Innocent High. And it says, don't need attention. I'm the snitch. After school, make me your bitch. In the hall, flash okay. your tits. Behind the desk, suck my dick. <gasps> Today's lesson plan, it's how to give a rim job, <gasps> bury my face in your ass, and beat me till your cock throbs. <laughs> and then he says seesaw seesaw slide my face up and down on the desk by the lockers fuck me on the playground now how is that how is that aimed towards adults like that is language only teenagers would use because they're not they're in high school like what i don't talk about school very often um do you know what i mean not in a sexual way why would you write a song about fucking in schools like i'm so what is wrong with you so i didn't realize i and it's been really interesting doing this episode yasmin and thank you for bringing this forward because i didn't realize how bad the uh, allegations accusations um the trying to watch the for the lawyers um i don't know how bad it got yeah because i didn't even realize this so the huffpost uh, article the huffpost expose that kind of um this came out in 2019 it completely unearthed everything so people they'd been dropping off for a while they had an australian tour between 2016 and 2018 i want to say sometime around then because i remember that's when they started to drop off and do you remember that weird period between 2015 and 2017 where emo and scene was just kind of dying like mm. no one really cared and then mm. it started to come back in like 2018 well they they died off there was an australian tour that only seven people bought tickets for whoa no seven. way imagine flying to australia it's so expensive and you sell seven tickets seven, seven people tickets. they cancelled the tour because only seven people bought tickets but um when this post expose came out he was 22 when the first accusations were made like allegedly he was 22 when this first thing took place so that means he was he was not the way you allegedly Allegedly. at the start of everything because you're like i ain't getting fucking sued he was allegedly 22 when he was allegedly accused of allegedly being everything (laughs) allegedly i don't know about you lot but i know how much we make i can't afford to get sued um but he yeah so he was 22 at the first um he was the age of 22 when the first allegations were made um he he was apparently 22 when when said thing happened allegedly i'm gonna keep using that word keep milking that cow because i really can't afford milk it dry baby we're all poor but um it makes you think at 22 because i'm 23 now so i i would have been around the same age firstly i do not want to fuck kids like i don't want to fuck kids I really don't. And Good. it takes Good getting to this age well, well to realise when you're younger, you don't think how weird it is when a 30-year-old's talking yeah. to you. You're like, oh my mm. God, older men love me. Yay, attention. And then you get to their <laughs> age and you're like, I fucking hate kids. Why the fuck was this grown-ass man talking to someone who was younger than him? Do you know why? Because older men speak to people who are much younger than them because they're the only people they can manipulate. Women and people their own age aren't interested in them because they have the mental age. Right, oh, right, God. because they, they don't have the same mental age. Like, women and, and partners their own age don't have the same mental age as these people who do these things. So people yeah. of Darby's age wouldn't have had the same mental age or capacity to put up with this shit and being manipulated by him, so he went mm-hmm. for kids. And you can see that in the way that he does his music. Like, this is this is me really smokes blunt, getting into it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, man, no, but not to sound like a complete conspiracy nut, but I do think that Darby was very meticulous about his, the way that he dressed, the audience he approached, the lyrics yeah. he used. Like, he 
he didn't just go for any genre he went for the one with the vulnerable emo seeing kids who are depressed who are you know self-harming who are going through a very turbulent time in their life like of all the genres emo is a very sensitive group of people right who can be very easily manipulated when they're younger he made lyrics that appealed to them even though he was a grown-ass man at the time and he didn't relate to any of it and he also dressed in a way that would be like approachable to them even though he was a grown-ass adult like it is so meticulous every single thing he did it makes me like convulse just thinking about it it's interesting that you're talking about him now because i've seen a lot of tiktoks flying around yes about him how he's come he's back on tiktok he's how could you what? have the audacity i don't know he's, how this man is allowed what? back on tiktok you think he's, wow. he's on tiktok he's on tiktok he's so he's rebranded this is another thing there's so many oh, things that we that's so kind of cover in this one episode he's rebranded a few times so he- originally he had this the group blood on the dance floor with jay who was his other the other musician in the band uh, jay left obviously given all the shit that Darby Vanity was doing. Mm-hmm. Then he rebranded as Kawaii Monster and enlisted somebody else. I'm not sure who it oh, was, but God. it wasn't Jay. Rest. Then he rebranded again, and now he's called Dark Arts Official, and it's like a clothing brand and also music. And Wait, I don't really know. But Dark you know, Arts, it I've seen the Dark Arts. Yeah, I've seen that. Is it copyrighted? Because I feel like I know. I think he's stolen Dark that Arts. from someone else. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Before everyone goes piling on some poor person who's trying to run a business out of their garage. Um, interesting. So yeah, the is dark, that so- the dark arts official? So it's not dark arts official. It's the dark the arts. The dark official. arts. The, wow. Okay. Cool. And um, but it looks like TikTok has come from. Has he got any followers yet? Or what's his he content has 457 like? followers, and he's got 20k views. The comments to like ratio. He's got a thousand comments and a hundred likes so people are like you are not welcome here that's yeah yeah that's that's definitely that's definitely good i can't believe he's back um all right well we haven't gone into too much detail uh with this one because this is i just want to stress this is a top line episode we've just done a google all of the things that yasmin have said are things that they found online from news articles and sources um but everything is is we we we're not standing by saying this is fact. This is just mm-hmm. what we found looking around. Um, and if you want to do your own research, please do. Um, this this is just a little foray into why everyone's hating him on TikTok. Yasmin, is there yeah. anything else that you want to add about his story? Um, well, I'd like to say I can't even believe. I didn't mention this. I've spoken to Dave Vanity before. What? Whoa. So back in... Dave! Dave, you're right, Dave, Dave Dove, Dove. Whatever his Dove. name is. Oh, mate, Dove. I've Dove. spoken to him. I emailed him on a whim. So, like, everyone was trying to call him when the 2019 article from HuffPost, HuffPost came out. I emailed him out of the blue, like, on a random Tuesday, I think a few weeks after it, and I was like, I'd really love to chat with you about your new album. And we set up a call... And he got on the call and he didn't show his face. And it was for a, a really small independent magazine at the time. I've still got the emails in that Gmail account. If I could get into it, I would screenshot and show you. But I have people who verified it. They were there. Um, we get on the call. We start talking. And I immediately say, you know, you've been in the news a lot recently. Are you worried that's going to affect your album? And he was like, I'm not going to talk about this. Fuck you. And then ended the phone call. And that was my experience with Darby Vanity. So is that it? Is that everything for our Darby? <laughs> Davey, Darby, whatever his fucking name is. Yeah, that's all. Um, okay, so 
Do we need words of wisdom on this episode, I, or will they just? I don't think we can be very, very wise um, at this point. Don't, don't hit on kids. Don't touch kids. No, That's let's not do any words of wisdom. The words of wisdom are: if you like a band member, no, no, I don't want to. I don't want to blame people. If you're in a band, don't, don't touch kids. Don't. I don't know why we need to say this. That's what don't we just fuck said. Fuck kids. We just literally just said yeah. Uh, that's so, it. Just That's leave the kids alone. Just leave the kids to be the kids. By the way, um, um, this is a weird segue. Just bear with me. Um, oh, God. The other day, uh, my boyfriend's daughter's school. What the literal what fuck the is wrong fuck? with you? Right, no, no, wait for it. Wait for it. So he, he was outside waiting to pick up his daughter. And these kids came out of the school. And apparently there's like all these kids of different ages and whatnot. And... This, there was like these kids who were maybe 14 or whatever and they pull in this nine-year-old boy and they're like, hey, this is, I can't remember the name, he said, this is so-and-so, he gets more pussy than any of you. <gasps> and I'm like, dude, what the fuck? Kids what? always think they're older than they are and just because they talk and use words like that, they're fucking children and they don't know what they're talking about and, and we need to accept that they're kids. Yeah. Do you think we should get a paedophile expert on the show one day and have no. a full... Oh, no. No? I okay. like I like maybe not looking into paedophiles, but maybe oh, we could do that. That's just really dark. Or maybe just they can like it's like bring someone to the podcast job day, whatever it's called. What? Bring your job to the podcast day. You know, you get the people that come in like bring show your and tell. To work. Yeah, Hi. but with people. Here's my yeah, paedophile record. Um, <laughs> yeah. No, I meant as in there's there's therapists who work oh, no. to rehabilitate paedophiles be more fun to be like how many nonces have you put away good job boom, boom, boom. and we could like celebrate people that have put away nonces no is that not a good episode i'm gonna need you to stop no. i'm just gonna okay. need you to stop okay okay um stop now. so if you want to send us an email uh, <laughs> this this episode feels weird now uh darvi you fucked it you ruined our episode we had a good thing going and you fucked it yeah, Yasmin, really how did they get in touch? How do you get in touch? Okay. Oh, how do we get in touch? Right, okay. <laughs> you can get in touch um, at We Were Black Pod on Twitter and Instagram, or you can email us, WeWearBlackPod at gmail.com. To give me a follow, it's um, at I am Sophie K on Twitter and Instagram, at I am Sophie K X on TikTok. Follow, follow me. me. It's at. Uh, wait, 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 wait. Have you done it? Oh, I thought you'd done it. What the fuck are you doing? What are you doing? Get a grip. Sorry. Who are you? You whore. I was just trying to tap out of this follow- horrible conversation. You can follow me at Yasmin Suman on Instagram and at Yasmin Suman X on Twitter and TikTok. And you can follow me at Alex Holcomb on Instagram and on Twitter and at Alex Plays Punk on TikTok. Normally um, at this point we'd go, whoa, 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 whoa. Um, I'm exhausted. Woo. One but- singular woo. Uh, oot, oot. You were listening to On Wednesdays We Wear Black. Please rate and subscribe so that we can keep doing what we do. Special thanks goes out to the Nova Twins for the badass music and Wargasm for the killer screams. See you next week.